Welcome to another episode of the Land Scurve Show, around the kitchen table chatting with Miss Scurve. We woke up just a little while ago and we were looking at a at a video, a, a documentary short, and several of them on the New York City blackout in 1977, July 13th, 1977. And Mrs. Scurve was so amazed. I've told her about it before, but to see the video and see the sequence of everything, she was so amazed, not just because it happened, but because of how people reacted instantaneously um, when the lights went out. And I told her, listen, (laughs) this is where I grew up. In my own personal life, you know, I was 14 years old, you know, born in 63, that's 1977. That was July 13th again. And I had just finished playing softball with some friends of mine that I grew up with. And I was on 133rd Street between 103rd Avenue and 101st Avenue, which I lived one block over and one block up or two blocks up on 134th Street between 105th and 107th Avenue. If anybody knows that area, chime in with a comment. The lights went out, it, it was dead quiet, and all of a sudden we heard the screaming and a lot of looting was going on. Looting was going on all over the city. Looting was going on right there. It wasn't as intense as, uh, say, the South Bronx or certain parts of Brooklyn where they had tall apartment buildings where you can have more people in one spot. But nonetheless, because this was a residential a neighborhood with houses, 90% houses, it still went on and it was still frightening. Um, at that time, it wasn't frightening to me because it was fun. You know, you don't understand the seriousness of, of a situation until you get older and look back as to what was going on. I mean, they were going into a Bill's bicycle shop and um, they were stealing mopeds and, and, and bicycles and electronics and jewelry and Folks were running around. Now, I was a good kid, so we didn't do those things. But in heading back on home, um, we saw the stuff going on. It was like that for two days. So the next day, it was just a stillness. And at that night, folks had time to plan to do things. And it was just too much going on for the cops to um, get everybody. You know, uh, on another side note, for me personally, we had the son of Sam murder, murderer going on, the serial killer. It was a heat wave, so it was hot. And even more so for me, it was a very sad time because my mother was going through, you know, she was at Sloan Kettering Hospital. She had cancer and I'm not putting the business out there, but she eventually had to have a breast removed, malignant tumor. And it was a very sad time for me, but it was a very dynamic and fun time. It was a a swirl for me. So when I play songs from back in that time, either I'm laughing or I'm crying. You know what I mean? So it's a full range for me. 14 years old, I had a lot on my heart at that time. That being said, um, you set the tone, but... This can happen today, and this can happen worse today. We depend on more. There were no smartphones back then, so what do do smartphones have to do with blackouts? Well, we didn't have those things to preoccupy ourselves and zone us out. It's more of a drop now. That thing that happened then, if it happens now, if we have a mere blackout, if the government uh, stages a blackout to help to bring in martial law, that's all they have to do is cut the power because folks don't They can't depend on themselves anymore. They don't have the skills for survival. And this is why most people who are in the cities, to me, I'm a New York City boy to the day I die as far as my influences are concerned. But the bottom line, I would not want to be near or in or near any big city because the people would turn against you immediately. No matter how genteel and mannerable and well, uh, uh, you know, uh, well brought up we try to act, we're not too far from being an animalistic beast. And I see human nature in a whole different way. People can change. What happens, sweetheart, if there's no food? What happens if all the lights go out, no electricity, 
and folks want to start grabbing things. What's going to happen? And what's going to happen when there's no food, right? We get hungry, right. and, and, and the police can't handle that, right? Well, they're killing us off anyway. A lot of them will right. start shooting mm-hmm. us anyway because I'm the KKK, you know. Yee-haw! But the bottom line is, what's to stop somebody from, from kicking in your door? Looting all over the place, kicking in your door. They're hungry. They want to come and get you. They see you. They want to rape you. They want to do things, whatever. What are you, what are you going to do? No, but the thing about you get 25 people marching through right, your house. What right. are you going to do? Not, there's nothing that you can do. You know, there's nothing that we can do. But the thing about it, we need to plan for these things because it, it can happen at any time, anywhere. You see what I'm saying? The best plan but, is getting out. Yeah, but my thing is that, as I said to you this morning, black people need to have a plan. We, need, we all need to get out. Because this can happen and they can do this, do this to us at any time. You understand what I'm saying? I'm used to being in the dark. You understand what I'm saying? Growing up in the country in Jamaica, you're used to this where you light lamps and candles and you cook on the wood fire and all that stuff. So you're not depending on electricity for all these things. You're not depending on electricity. For, <laughs> That's an accent, for, electricity. <laughs> not electricity, electricity. I'm not making fun. I'm just having fun. No, but you're not depending on it for your source of, you know, cooking and all that stuff. You're not depending on that. You understand? You're not, you can use your lamp at night and you can light candles at night until you're ready to go to bed. You, you It's out and then you go to bed. But, you know, we have to have a plan because if we don't have a plan, it's gonna be really. It's gonna be worse than than what you say. There's something that you experienced that I never experienced. Something that you know, but I'm used to this growing up in the country. You understand what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But people who are not used to this and all the eat and stuff. Growing up in the country at night, at least, is cool. But I just imagine even in the city in Jamaica, in in in, in Kingston, Montego Bay, and those places where you have all these people packed up. And something like this happened, even though they're used to lighting their lamp, and I guess a lot of people have it. Right. But we stepped out of that right now. And, you know, everybody want to be up there with all the crazy crap and stuff mm-hmm. like that. And we need to go back to basic basics. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. Then, exactly. So we, we need to have a plan. Well, and, and all black people need to get out of this place. We need to have a plan and get out. Because if we it's don't a setup get out, right now. no, but if we don't get out, we're going to stay in here until it gets. Why do late. you think they had the movie Get Out? I looked at that. I'm like, a, a movie about a black man with white folks and the, the Get Out? Mm-hmm. They always drop something in Hollywood as a warning and a precursor. But we don't know actually it. do something. We don't pay attention. That frightened me. I'm, I'm not saying scared. But you, it frightened me. It adrenalized me no, because it, I could see it. It frightens you and maybe some other people, but. Some of us don't even pay attention. We're just laughing at these things and going around like it's okay, but we're not paying attention. And we need to start paying attention to these things that is going on around us. These people already don't, they, they hate us. You understand what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. we need to, black people really need to pay attention and have a plan because these things is frightening. Watching that thing, you know, I don't really, I never see this before. Now that you're showing the video to me and I see it. You see Men, it for yourself. And, and everybody looting and stuff like that. We're in which if we have a plan and we get out, we don't have to do this wherever. And see, these, these documentaries, they only have a piece of. Those are the cameras that caught right, it. Usually the news cameras or who had right. a Super 8 or whatever. Right, right. There was, you know, unless you had, just like with the civil rights movement, you know, what you saw was a very small snippet of what was actually happening. So, you know, even, to, uh, I'm not going to change the subject, but as far as the civil rights movement, all of that footage that you saw, that, that that's what like one percent of a percent <laughs> you know what i mean those are the cameras that happen to be there and just like we looked at that documentary a little short uh, uh intro to it 
that's what was there. Now, now with the smartphones around, you'd see a whole and lot more. more. People. So could more you people. could you imagine me now seeing this in real life and all of those who have experienced it? And for those who are listening, I want to hear your blackout stories. You know, and maybe we can do a show on the blackout live where you call in. Because I just imagine, you know, at yeah. your age and you know. A lot of other you calling me old? Think, no, I'm just playing. No, no, no. That experience. No, I know, I know. You know, at that time, you know, when you were growing up as young kids, and you know, when you're younger kids and stuff, you're not even really paying much attention to that because everybody's still jumping around. You know, kids. Right, right. It doesn't matter if it's dark, whatever. Kids jumping around, but the ones that were older were doing all these things, robbing these stores. Take, you know, I mean, it seems like this was the first thing came to mind. At the same time, the blackout and everybody thinking about. You know, were you thinking about this before everybody just start, you know, hitting but, the but, stores but, but and could whatever? could you imagine as selfish as many people are now, as greedy as right. many people are now, as self-centered as many people are now, and it's all about me. I don't care about you. you right. It's what I can it would get. Be worse. Some people these days, they would stack up 10 TVs yeah. in their living room. Mm-hmm. Uh, 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 nine of them in a box and use one right. and feel some kind of victory over humanity because right. I have more right. than you. True. And, and this is where it's going. You can hear it in people's comments. Yeah. My house is bigger than yours. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have more education than yeah. you. I have more money than you. Look, the selfies that we take. Well, we're not. That, these are the things that we go and we brag about these things that we have. But the day is going to come, you're going to lose everything. You don't have nothing. You understand what I, you, you, don't, you don't even have yourself. And a lot of us are lost. And, and we are not thinking, and that's why the thing that is happening to us, happening to us, because we're not thinking the right way. We, what we're, we should be thinking right now is the way to get out, for all of us to exactly. get out. Exactly. We need to have a plan and the way to exit. You understand what I'm saying? I had this discussion yesterday on the bus. I was talking to a person that, you know, we had a similar discussion. It, was, it wasn't, wasn't brought on because we were speaking about the blackout. It was something else. But the bottom line is the only victory, the only place you should be going now is from within to let go to your subservience and dependence on all of this stuff. It doesn't get any, I'm, I'm going to say it this way. I'm not saying it in a, in, a, in, a, in a braggadocious way, but it doesn't get any better than me as far as a person from the city. I know the joys and, and the delights of growing up in New York City at a very special time. I'm not bragging like these New Yorkers who think they're all that. I'm just saying, the more and more I look back at these documentaries and different things, I say, man, I really came up in a special, yeah. crucial mm-hmm. time. And you, you know what? You have to be grateful to the creator to be here today. Because with all that that happened, I'm, what I see from the little bit that you have shown me on the videos, I'm surprised that a lot of people didn't get killed in this. It's, it's, it's really surprising. It was greed-based, so that's yeah, why. Yeah, because you know? everybody was just... I think everybody was just thinking about um, what what can I get, you know, well, because, and, and, you know and, and the, everybody the, was just grabbing. Everybody was just grabbing. I mean, everybody and their mama. Right, you know, in, right. In, in, as they were saying, even the, the, the people in that praising the Lord and whatever, they were jumping in right, places right. and robbing the places. Nobody didn't care at that moment about, oh, the Lord is going to whatever with you if you steal and whatever. <laughs> everybody was just grabbing stuff. The pastor stuff. was fighting past the yeah, congregation to yeah, get that TV so that bicycle. Everybody was just grabbing stuff, just grabbing stuff. Jewelry. And, and this is not the right way to go about things when things like this happen. That's why we need to have a plan because if we don't have a plan, we are in a lot of trouble. And in, this is time like this where... 
a lot of us going to die. You understand what I'm of saying? Course. A lot of us going to die. And we have. And to not think- to sound bad, they should die if they're thinking this way. It, it, it's, it's a cleansing. I'm because sorry. your mind shouldn't, at a time like that, your mind shouldn't even be going there. Because I'm not thinking about a blackout and I'm going to rob your house and take everything you have. You understand? I rob that store and take everything. I'm thinking about how to get out of this and be alive. You understand what I'm saying? Get out alive and get your family out and whatever. And You need to be thinking about those things, not about robbing what what the wicked people have. Right. I'm not saying everybody's wicked, but you know. Because businesses got hurt. Yeah. And these are guys who, who had like liquor stores, jewelry stores, everything and, and even, stolen and, and, and they, they lost it all. Yeah, and I'm thinking. Crying. And, and what you have to think about, even our same people, we were robbing them and taking everything from them. You understand? We're not, we, we're not even taking from the people them who oppress us and keep us down and whatever and steal everything from us. But we're taking from everybody. So it doesn't make sense. So that means don't take nothing. Just think about how to get out. We shouldn't be connected to anything. You understand? We're not even, our brain shouldn't even be thinking about that at the moment. You know, a blackout, <laughs> you should be thinking how to get out alive out of this blackout if you were in the city and how to get to your house, wherever and, and make sure your but family is okay. But we, we, yeah, we. This is this is a scary part, right? Um, not to make excuses for New Yorkers, then, but the city was bankrupt. You had the son of Sam killing people. Wow. You 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 you. It was a heat wave, right? You just imagine. And so the downtrodden parts of the city were really bad off. They they were like at the precipice of of destruction. You know, the president uh, Gerald Ford at one point in that time period. Um, told New York City to drop dead when they asked for aid, you know, because it was not the New York City that people see now. It was really gritty, and and like I say, that was my root, and that's where a lot of my strength came from. But what I'm trying to say is that even then, there wasn't a lot of things going on. There was crime, but it wasn't. People were set up at that time because of the lack, and so it was almost like we're getting back at the establishment. They didn't consciously think this, but they were set up to be so, it's like a person, it's like a little kid sitting out front and you're having a cookout and a barbecue and you let all the other little kids come in and eat and they end up getting that and that and I got a hot dog, I got a hamburger. And there's that one kid who doesn't know why he's marginal, he's just separated. And all of a sudden the parents at the bar- barbecue have to leave for some emergency and they leave a teenager in charge and that little kid runs in there, didn't know that he wasn't allowed, the teenager didn't know he wasn't allowed to come in there, and he goes in and goes crazy on the food. And he doesn't feel guilty because he's been teased, he's been shut out, he's been, he's been kept away, and that's why many New Yorkers felt that way. I'm not excusing the behavior. I'm making that point for that faction, right? There's no excuse for it. But that was the mindset at that time. Now, bring it up to this point. What's the reason why we have that mindset now? We know that, yes, the jobs and, and certain situations are not as good and everything. For some, they can say they can play around with the numbers all they want. There'll be somebody in the comment section here who will play around with the numbers. They will hear and so and so. You can make it look any way you want to make it look. But generally, like when I'm driving that bus and I see people get up without their cell phone and they begin to walk outside and say, hey, man, you, you forgot your cell phone. Or uh, that same person will come back and say, bus driver did you find a cell phone and in, in, in a pouch you know uh, in the back seat uh, back there on the bus did anybody bring it to you i said no but let me go check it's not there right 
even a even an iPhone or some kind of phone that you can't use, you just want to take it. These people just want to take yeah, it. Yeah, and it's, it's not yours. And they'll toss it down somewhere, right? I mean, it's to the point where you'll lose your wallet or your purse mm-hmm. and you say, God, please, just, just even your I got ID. my license and That's I have my social need. security card yeah. or debit cards or credit cards or whatever, personal stuff now. But those things you can yeah. um, think of. But like your but driver's the license, thing, the driver's license is the one that is really, right. most people will say, this is really important. I need to get like this or, you know, please, whatever. Right. And right. you know the person name and everything and you are so... And you still uh, throw it in the garbage yeah, you can. you throw it in the garbage and you this is how whatever. Ruthless we are. Or, Come on. Or, or you're driving and there's a car, 20 car lengths behind you, and you're in the middle lane of a three-lane boulevard. And, and they're, on the right, they're on the left side. You want to merge over to the left side from the middle. They see you merging. They see you throw a signal. They're nowhere near you, and they hit the gas to speed up yep. so that you can't get, get over. over. That's yeah. to show you the mentality. Look at how people drive. That's, That's to true. show you the mentality of how people are in America. I can't speak for anywhere else. But I'm here now, but I'm, I'm quite sure it's other places, okay. too. It's worldwide. Yeah, true. You know, throwing a little dash of white supremacy, and here we go. But to me, I had an experience. And I'll say this real quick. Howard Avenue and Eastern Parkway in Brooklyn at the time when crack was really hitting hard. I, was, um, I wasn't driving. I hopped the train. I got out there. I was going to go visit somebody. And I made the phone call. To wake them up to say, hey, because, you know, you got these buildings and, you know, come down, we'll, we'll hang tonight. We'll get up in the morning and we'll go do what we got to do. You know, you want to be there that already. was our whole girlfriend. Oh, God. <laughs> Lord of mercy. <laughs> I must, don't remember. Must, I don't That must yeah. be our whole girlfriend. You went to meet her. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 I was a different person back then. I was a, I was a younger, um, you know testosteroneized. Tell the Let's truth. Make a word. Huh? Big things are gone. Oh, God. <laughs> Enough things are gone. Oh, God. Oh, yeah, Boy. Well, anyway. Boy, boy, boy. Big things are gone. <laughs> you got me. Just tell the truth. <laughs> you got me. I can't. I, you can't lie no more. Edit this part out. <laughs> you can't lie no more. Just tell the truth. No things are gone. I felt bad because I felt bad because I, I was on the phone, the public phone calling, and um, I had my wallet, I had my money in there, and I had you know everything, and I left it there. I left it there. At the phone booth? At the phone. It was a, it was an open phone booth. Oh. You know, it was like the little rectangular where right. you, you're not going to shield yourself from it. It wasn't the old-fashioned ones you close yourself in, right? Usually folks would be sleeping in those things if you in, in the hoods, right? But um, I left it there, walked away, didn't realize it until the next morning. And a couple days later, wouldn't you believe I received it in the mail? Oh, wow. With all of the money that I had? Oh, wow. With all of the money, not one dollar missed. Wow, that's a, while that, I was, was, that ma- was that was a blessing. While I was making a phone call, you know, you have these crackheads who are like standing around you, looking at you like he don't belong around. He's not. He's not from around here. Let me see how I can get money out of him. Of course, I was propositioned on my way to where I was going by at least ten crackheads. You know, mm. um, they wanted to utilize the knee pads they had. Read between the lines. Um, but in that environment, who was it that did that? Because I got that thing mighty quick. Now, that's rare. But with the mindset generally that we have in today's society, right? If something like that really jumped off, it's a wrap. We'll turn against each other. Mm-hmm. 
We want to better believe there's it. no sense of community anymore. We'll turn against each other. We'll be our own worst enemy mm-hmm. and we'll fall into the plans of what the government has for us. See? With martial law. Now we need to stop running to the big cities. That's uh, that's the other problem too. We need to be running away because from w- these big once cities. The resources are controlled. Mm-hmm. There's no food coming in. There's nothing coming in. We need medical attention. We have older folks who need medical attention. There's going to be, hey, I got to get this for my kids. Hey, I got to get this for my grandmama. Hey, I got to. So we're going to justify what we do. To hell with you. I got to get what I have. And it's going to happen immediately. Mm-hmm. And it makes me wonder why so many people are being herded into the big cities. And they have all over to do with highways. The highway, they, they claim to be broke, but all of these. Like, look at Orlando. No, but the thing about it, what I'm saying, that too. That blackout, Military that vehicles. Blackout that you all have in New York City was two days. I understand that with everything, with all the stores that they have broken into and everything was damaged. I know it probably takes a, a long time for everything to come back together for these people to get the stuff back in their store, fix up back their stores, the windows, the doors and all that stuff, you know, back. I guess it takes a long time. And what we have to understand when you do things like this to then the the people that maybe your family or whoever, or even yourself, that the job that you had is gone because of all the things that we have done. You understand what I'm mm-hmm. saying? You're, you're breaking and you steal all these bicycles and maybe you were working in the, in, the, in the bike shop, whatever. Now you don't have a job because everything is stolen. Everything is gone. There's so many things for us to think about and we need to start thinking. And that's why we need to get out because we're not thinking straight. Our mind is not mm-hmm. in place. Our mind, uh, uh, it seems like our brain is shifting and, and we are not thinking. Well, of know? course, we're, we're affected. You know, you, you can't tell me that a people, a society who the younger folks don't even have the ability to re- really get into a great conversation. Not all, but too many. Conversation, the manners, being aware of someone else. We are zombies now. We become zombified right now. We, we walk past each other. We don't speak. We don't consider the next person. It's like, let me just grab what I... We, I see it. And for those who don't see it, you've been zombified too. So that's why you don't see it in other people. But I, I remember a different day that even as bad as it was back in New York City, I can say, yes, there was danger. And I can say, lots of folks were victims of crime. I had things that happened really close. I had some close calls, but I was a wanderer. More so than most people I know, I was a wanderer. Two, three, four in the morning, if I wanted to go somewhere, even before I was driving, I'd hop on the train with my bike. And there's not a neighborhood in the city I didn't go to at any time with all of the stuff going on. Friends of mine know how I was. That's why you'll never see anybody who knew me from back in that day say, you lying, Lance. I really didn't hang around the neighborhood as much. I was gone. I was here, I was there, and I was wandering. So that let me know, and all I've learned uh, observed and experienced that I've been blessed because I could have gotten caught up. I've seen everything out the creator there. Creator had your back. Oh, no, no, big time, big time. Uh-huh. There was no place I didn't push myself up in up there. I mean, not like, well, it's the weekend. I'm going to go here like everybody else. If during the school week, when I was in middle school, junior high school, and I wanted to go somewhere, I'd go, even from back then. And one of the things that took the fear of leaving the neighborhood for me was, how my father had his own business and he had, you know, jobs that he was doing all over, you know, refinishing floors and stuff. So I saw it already and got a chance to know. So I felt comfortable all over the place. So we need to talk about those things because, see, I see these things now. 
I say to myself, if that happened today, the way we're cooped up and dependent, see, you, you got survival skills fresh out the box, and they're very valuable. And I, I'm grateful. You know what? When, when I think about these things and when I see all this, I'm grateful for that because we, we don't need to be in this. We need to be way out somewhere. We, know, we don't need to be nowhere this city. We need to be doing our own thing, our own farming, our own everything so we can have food. It doesn't, we can make our own fire without having... But, but who, who wants to do that because they're going to break their fingernails and their hair? See, all of the things that are important are going to shine through mm -hmm. and all of the things that are not important are going to fall into place and you're going to realize and you're going to realize how much of a handicap you've put yourself in, how much you're dependent on frivolous foolishness. You know, and I see people in the street, I'm not throwing off on women or men or whatever, but just the things we consider important that are not important to our survival. I don't want to be around anybody really who's not prepared. You know, I'm into survival. I, I, I'm into, I'm moving more into that. I, I don't want to be a YouTube talking head who talks a good game, but when stuff drops down, um, we, we caught ass out. I, I don't want to be that. There's so many people are satisfied with being just that, where, okay, my image is cool, but how sturdy is your life? Where are you going to go out of this country? No, because Where are you going to go? No, the thing about it, you'll hear a lot of people say, um, because, you know, being, I, I always say, you know, I'm not the type of person going to say, if somebody walk up to me and say, where in Jamaica are you from? Oh, I'm from Kingston. No, hell no, I'm not from Kingston. I'm from the country, country. <laughs> yeah, and I love it. And pe people say, um, what you're talking about, you come from the country, you don't know nothing. I know something. You understand what I'm saying? Now that I see all these things that is happening and going on, I know something. Because I, I'm, I don't just don't know how blessed I were and how I am that I have that. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Growing up in the country and knowing these things and know how to survive. That's the thing about mm -hmm. survival. You know, you have to know these things, how to survive out there. Because if they throw you out there in the wilderness, what are you going to do? You understand what I'm saying? You exactly. have to learn these things. You have to know. And we as black people, we are strong people. We need to know these things. We need to know that we need to get out and not be in, here in the city with all this crap going on. When things, when things come down, at least we are not around it. And we know right. how to survive out there. We know how to catch a fire when things are. If you can catch a fire out there and make some food on that fire, you will survive. You know, you can pick some fruits off the tree and you can eat, drink fresh water from the spring and all that stuff. You, then you can survive. But you have to learn how to survive and teach your children how to survive out there when that's things right. come down. We, that's why we need to get out. We don't need to be here. Right, right. But see, see, the thing is, the oppressor has made it too sweet for us. Mm -hmm. that we can, that's, we can, we, that's how we, it is. Yeah, we can, we can get up and say, well, I'm hungry. Let me drive by McDonald's mm -hmm. in the drive-thru. And yeah. you, you didn't do it. You, first of all, with food, you have to earn your food. You have to work for the food. Hunger is a highly motivational um, state of mind and state of being physically when you're hungry. It's like, listen, when you're out in the country, you got to go dig for it, pick it, mm -hmm. you know, peel it back, oh, yeah. you know, cook come it. come back and cook it. Yeah, you got to earn it. Mm -hmm. You can take a whole day doing this for different meals. You have and, to and learn how to climb those mango trees if it's not way down, climb the mango trees and get and you, the mangoes. And you're forced to get your exercise. Yeah. When you mm -hmm. sit your fat behind in the car and go to the McDonald's, eating this food that's not food, food. all these different calories, True. all these different types of, you know, protein, carbohydrates Proc and fats and bad stuff, processing the wheat and this bleached mm -hmm. out, and you're eating this stuff, well, 
this is why you look the way you do. Mm-hmm. And I, I can't see who, uh, who it is. We know we can do better. That's basically what I want to say. And if we follow the natural way, we won't have these problems. Mm-hmm. You see what I mean? Our so, skin would be clean, smooth. Exactly. You know, drinking off fresh water. Stop I mean, bragging. Good fresh Stop water. Bragging. I'm not bragging. I'm, I'm just, just saying you. that, you know, <laughs> we have to learn how to survive and how to do these things. And, and the way we eat, we are not no animal. Also, also. See how the animals they eat out there? They, you put the cow out there in the past and they're going to be eating the grass and all that stuff. What else? Right. Growing right. up in the country, that's how I see the cows they eat in the grass, the well, look, fresh green grass. I'm not talking about some dried up grass. I'm talking about the fresh green grass because they, they plant, in, when we're growing up, they plant up the pastures and stuff like that and fence it around for the cows. And that grass is for them. And they have stuff where they, they, cow, they lead the cows to the water. Certain mm-hmm. times they come and they carry all the cows. They carry the cows to get water and they go drink their water. And they come back and they lay down under the tree and they relax and rest. And, mm-hmm. and you see, they're, they're smooth too. Clean, smooth. Right, right. You know, but so also too, when you look at it, okay, when the blackout happened, going back to that, your food spoiled. Yeah, because you because don't have now no you refrigerator. don't. Have, so, so, so look in the country, way up in the country, back in the day, yeah, where no refrigerator, no refrigerator. So, how do you store your food? So, you have to eat certain food that will keep to a point, but you have to keep getting it fresh. Yeah, and trust me, you cook tonight, tomorrow morning, your food is don't spoil. You know, you certain that food something? that you cook. It it just it's amazing how things work when we were growing up. You cook food today. Tomorrow you get up, the food is like it's fresh. Same. I, I just don't know it. You can ask <laughs> anybody that grew up in the country. You don't have a refrigerator when you're growing up. And the food stays fresh the next morning. You have the food. You understand what I'm saying? Wow. And you can eat that food the next morning if you want to eat the food the next morning. And we'll cook like Friday night. And then Saturday we have the food. We just warm up the food and we have the food. You bake any kind of bake stuff. We used to bake puddings and stuff like that. And the puddings stay fresh all three days. No refrigerator. Mm. The cakes and all that stuff, no refrigerator. And you know, those things you don't really eat cakes and stuff. But like the pudding and all that stuff, you make cornmeal pudding or potato pudding or whatever. And it doesn't spoil. Mm. And it's amazing when you think about that stuff. And we, we as black people don't know. The creator provides things for us. Fresh stuff. And if he puts stuff out there on a Friday and then Saturday, this thing stay fresh. You understand? The f- everything stay fresh. Because food. it's real food. It's real fresh this stuff. This other stuff is not real food. Yeah, because food. It's the things that they're giving to us now, it's, it's a mess. And that's why it spoils so fast. And we take this stuff as normalcy. Let me tell you something. They had the, um, uh, the electric daisy carnival. Um, I believe last night they had it. Yesterday, Friday. And tonight. And as Where? I was driving Where? through down to the camping world, oh. uh, formerly the Citrus Bowl yeah. here in Orlando, and basically it's a 99.99% white event. Anybody can go, right? But for those who don't know, it's in the gentrifying part of Orlando here. And it's funny because I'm not trying to change the subject, but I want to say, I want to come all the way around to say this, that, that driving through that, and I, I was hit with a traffic jam unexpectedly. I said, oh, man. This is they have this thing every year, and I forget that they're having it. You know, so so to get around the traffic is is, is a different thing. But I'm seeing all these half naked white girls, because you know when they do those things, they put the paint. When they have this thing, they wear like either some bathing suit with the heels or something to push up their breasts. They got to show as much flesh 
They make these weird outfits, almost Halloween-like, not no mask or anything. But that event, basically, they always have an ambulance by it because with the drugs and the pills that they use, it's like a mini Woodstock, right? And they have um, music, this 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 low this bass. Oh, that's the one with that. Oh, yeah. yeah, they come with every year with that. Every year, yeah. okay. and and to go more into it, several counties over, they've heard this noise yeah. out of okay. nowhere okay. because the sound went up in the sky, bounced off the clouds, and oh, wow. was projected somehow many miles away. But maybe two miles away, you don't hear it. But thirty-five miles away, you hear it. it it's funny. Um, the drugs and, and I'm this is a lot of people. I'm talking about. I'm talking about. Oh, my God. There's so many people out there, right? So they're walking around. They're, they're, they're laying down on the sidewalk. They're, they look hungover. They're looking spaced out. A lot of these folks are high. But what if a blackout happened at the same time? Well, they're, they're, they're good because you can see them. They're white. I'm just playing. <laughs> you, you know where not to go, <laughs> right? But um, it, I saw the young ladies, right, if you can call them that. And I'm not looking at their bodies like, because when I look at a person's physique, I, it's a, as a physique, it's like, okay, this person, I automatically think like a personal trainer because I used to do that. And I used to be in bodybuilding. So it's like, man, this person's eating this kind of food. This person's not getting exercise this way. Their body has this floor. Their body has that floor. I don't always consciously do that, but I'm sitting there in, in, in traffic and I'm looking at these people and I said, man, these white chicks are so young, but their bodies are so messed up. And, and it, it, it's a reflection of how things are. And I said to myself, these are the people who feel superior to me and mine? And earlier this year, when I was in Jamaica with Keston, up the hill, mountain, up in the country, where you grew up, I said hill, right? <laughs> yeah, Trust me, it wasn't, a, yeah, yeah, you'll mountains. say hill because, you know, you got the a lot mountains. of mountains, right? Yeah, but not that I was looking at these people that way. But the young men and the young women walking up, up the, the side of the mountain on the road, that's, that's like doing the stair step, the stair, you know, the apparatus in the gym, um, the step thing. Um, I saw people stopping. They had fruits they were eating. It wasn't no store around. They got it from somewhere. So you have to move. You have to exercise. You have to do what you, you, mm-hmm. you, you don't have to have a gym membership and do this very intense workout and it happened naturally because you were using it. So when, when, when Keston got up in the tree to pick certain fruits. Mm-hmm. But even my dad, you see, he's still climbing the coconut tree. No, when he, he went, went to up, Miami. He went, yeah, and he went so high up. <laughs> I said, what? 80-something years I old. Say, I said, How old is he now? No, my dad is 81. This 81? 81? I, said, I well, said to my dad, what you, you better be careful up in the coconut no, tree. He, don't, he, he just didn't just climb up there. That tall coconut tree is way up in the but coconut he didn't tree. Just, but when he went up, he just didn't climb. Um, it had to almost be like, it was almost like 30 feet in the air. And he said, just catch it, catch it, champ. Catch the coconuts. And he no, just. That's why I said drop it at the ground. He just dropped it, but. I didn't know he was going to drop it like that. One hit me in the chest. Boom. Oh, he hit you? Yeah. Almost got me in the head. What the heck you were doing? The coconut <laughs> dropping your head, it will mess you up. You <laughs> no, know? my head is so big. Trust no, no, no. me. But Every you, coconut you see, within a three-mile radius will die. You see the difference with those people. They, um, that's why they're so fit, walking up the hill every day in the mountain. You say mountain, on the mountainside and stuff like that. It's, it's good for you. In the I mean, air. The and fresh air that you're breathing going but, up. But, but this degraded food that... that we're, see, we're being set up. 
See, this is what I want to say. We're being set up on, on multiple levels. The food is not food. So we are actually overfed no and undernourished. No we are undernourished. There's no life in the eyes of the people. I see thousands because upon thousands no of people every day. Exactly. No life in the food. But, but there, we we're, we're being attacked on so many different levels. Right? Don't even it, realize it. We're not given the proper food. We, we have no access to the proper food. It's hard to get seedless. I mean, it's easy seeded. to get seedless. Yeah. It's hard to get seeded. You know, and the ones that, the fruits that have seeds and vegetables, they've been nuked. Mm -hmm. They've been hit with radiation. So you take these seeds home, nine times out of ten, you, you, you can't grow anything. So we're being cut off. And, and it's, so, it's so funny that, you know, some of the things that we're seeing that somebody was telling me yesterday about the uh, boneless saltfish that they have in the stores selling, that they found out that it's snake. Are you serious? That boneless saltfish. Because I usually say, why does saltfish always look like that and it's all wetty? And, and, you know, I mean, when we're growing up, you get the good, nice, thick, peggy saltfish and you have to take out all the bones out of it. This saltfish, though, you know, they say, wow. I said, coming from China, I just imagine because China will do anything to kill off people anyway. Oh, yeah, they and don't then, care. Yeah, they don't care. All these they don't really care about us people. either. They don't care about people. They're, they're evil with it. They're quiet. <laughs> they are quiet. I know we are subject and we're talking about it. No, we can I'm flow talk, now. I'm talking about the yeah. kind of food that we really put in our body and stuff like that. And all oh, these Chinese people are so quiet with, with it, they're killing us off. They are so sneaky with it. <laughs> I mean, real sneaky. They they just sneak upon you with it. They are evil with it, man. Just like the Indian them, and they they them them too. They watch us as black people. You go in the store, no, they watch us. If they see a white person coming in the store, oh no no no, they're not watching them. They don't stay up there. But as a black person coming in the store, are walking around. I walk. That's why it, the few times I've been in there, so I said, look at this, look at it, and yep. that's why I, I do it and go in and come out back. Because I know what they do. You know, just walk and watch us. That's why we need to have our, our shit together and we need to have our own darn thing. Because we need to let these people stop following us around. And we let, shouldn't and, be there. And let these people go broke. Because black people is the one that building up these people. And if we stop giving to them, they'll go broke. Because they're not going to have nothing. Because they're not getting no resource from us. Nothing from us. You understand what I'm saying? Exactly. And that's why we need to get out. We all need to get out. Find somewhere to go, not this place. But we need to get out, leave these people because they're going to die Just like die the movie off. said, get yeah, out. They, yeah, they're going to die. That was die. a final warning. We told no, you to get out, but they, you didn't pick up on gonna the movie. They're going to die off and because we don't want to be in any blackout here or anything. And these, uh, these things can happen to any, in any country or whatever. But trust me, if you go live like in the country, places like Jamaica and stuff, don't go in the city. You go into the countrysides or any one of the islands you go to, go in the countryside and if you don't want to stay in the city. And if you want to stay here, but I, the best thing for us to do nah, is get out. That's not a good get idea. out of this place. No, no, no. That's not a good idea at all. What is that you're looking at? What is that you're looking at? Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, a, sp yeah. a spider. <laughs> no, the way you look out the window, yeah. see, because we're facing each other. Yeah. It's like. But we need, we, we, as I said. I thought it was some military yeah, craft yeah. coming down to scoop no, me no, up. No, You've no, been no, talking no. too much SHIT. Yeah, we need to. We got to get you to the, yeah. to the FEMA camps first. Uh, no, you know. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but what I'm saying that is, I'm just telling the truth, you know, what we need to do. Because when I see something like this, and it's not like, you know, I see this and I, and I get scared or whatever and stuff like that. But I know that we need to get out because these people. 
people will just do these things on purpose to us. You understand what I'm saying? I know that thing happened because the heat wave, and but who knows? These people are so wicked, you never know. But, but I know at that time you all have the heat wave and all that stuff, but these people have been planning things from a long, long time of ago. Of course, this is not just I mean, something it's now. Not, it's not, right. it's not the, the things that is happening now. It's not just now because we're not paying attention. And we still ain't paying no attention. But they've been doing this for a long time, just like 9-11, what they did. And then they tried to put it on somebody else. Everything they try to put on somebody else. They never do nothing. Our United States never do nothing wrong. To anybody, they paint they the always, picture of being the heroes. They always put stuff on other people, and like this country is the best country in the world, and this is the best place for you oh, to please. go, and whatever and stuff. But now they're making this movie to tell black people get out. They mean get out. They don't want to see you. They don't want to. They don't want to hear nothing about you or anything. They need that's us right. to get out, and that's what we need to do. And when somebody like Oprah, they're talking and stuff. She needs to go sit her ass down anyway <laughs> because she don't mean nothing. She's to me. bought and sold. Yeah, already. she's bought and sold out. All of these people are bought and sold, and they ain't gonna get. They're gonna die here with these people. I mean, these people. They, if they think these people care nothing about them and all the mansion and all the money that they have and all this, these people don't give a damn about them because these people will take them out in a second you understand what i'm That's saying right. they don't care about all the money this what they they are the one brought them where they are you mm -hmm. understand what i'm saying they're gonna take them out in a minute and they can stay there and walk around and thinking that they have all this and it's okay <laughs> sweet and dandy now and whatever and it's okay but these people don't give a damn about nobody but themselves. they don't even give a damn about their own people because their own they'll family be, they'll be killing them off too because they, they when they're ready if it's their wife if they have to take them out for some insurance money they're or whatever, the kids them, they'll burn down the house, kill them and burn down the house <laughs> to no evidence, whatever, and all that stuff. That's what they do to their own people. So what? We, these people. So don't, what do you think they're going to do to us? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. And these people don't think. These people that have money, these black people that have a little money, they think they have it. It's not theirs. They can take it all back. They can take them out. Nobody don't even know what happened. You only hear that. Oh, nobody never see Oprah again, whatever. She'll disappear <laughs> off of the face of the earth because they'll, they'll just carry them in some secret place and just kill them and they have the place where they just dump their body or burn them or whatever uh, and all that you stuff. You go on and thinking people, this world and, is uh, rosy. It's all, this you is go all on thinking that. and dandy and whatever and it's going to be all peaches and cream every day. It's, it's not so. But all we can say it's is just so. be, and black people be need prepared. To be, black people need to prepare themselves and black people need to get out of this place. Get out, everybody. Cut Get out. Cut your ties. Cut you know? your, 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 your being yeah. dependent mm -hmm. on these. Leave everything and go. You Cash know, just, out. You know, Cash out. Yeah, just go. This all, this is not that all, whatever. And if you, you think about some days, it's, it's like so, even when the sun comes out and whatever, and it's like you don't feel in it. You know, exactly. you're, 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 what, supposed, what, what is it you're supposed to feel alive. Alive and well. Right. When when the sun comes up, it's in like the you can't that, vibrate as much. That's something that revives you in the morning when you when you get up. You, you're supposed to feel that strength and all that good stuff inside of you, and you're stretching and you feel so good. These days you don't feel it. You understand what but I'm saying? People don't notice that, and people don't even pay attention. They're not attention. connected enough to yeah, notice that. Yeah, they're not connected. They're going to through it. the motions, like I said with the food. Right. We're, we're, we're being starved, right. but we're eating calories. Mm -hmm. We look. We're eating things that look like food, but we're not getting what we we're need. We're not getting what we need on a mental level. Mm -hmm. Stimulation. We, we 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 don't go after. I remember being in school so young, and we used to put our hands up first when we had to answer. We wanted to be the ones to, to give the answer. Yes, we thrived on mm -hmm. that. We we thrived on learning and reading. Anybody who knows me from, I couldn't keep something by my hand. I had to read something. 
I don't care if it was the cereal box, the National Geographic, the TV Guide, a prevention magazine, whatever. I had a lot of good things my parents provided for me to read. So things are brought to us. There's something about mm-hmm. that phone and there's something about, about the blue light from the phone or yeah. from the computer that doesn't allow you to absorb the you're information. Not, you're, you're you don't brain, retain it. it. it like it messing with your we, brain. Yeah, you know? we, 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 we have to have relationships with a book again. Mm-hmm. We have to be able to and hold we need to a have, book. And the thing about, yeah, we need to have that kind of relationship with the books where, where everybody can sit around and read and help each other. Yeah, and or, we need organic, to have, we need to hands have, on. We need to have relationship with nature. That <sighs> That's is the so, number one. That is, so in, that is very, very important for us to have a relationship with nature where we can go outside. Let me tell you something. I'm used to like... You know, when we climb in a tree and you sit man, I, in a tree. You understand? Man, I, I you love sit it. in I the tree it. and you look down and you see your brothers man, and your sisters I and your friends. It. And you can pick some mangoes and they say, be careful, don't fall out of the tree, whatever. And we're I laughing or whatever, no jumping all out the tree. Right, and I'm you, so... You have connection with nature. You're out there in the bushes. You don't fear nothing when you're out there. When right. we were growing up, we didn't fear nothing. Right. You go, you go to the field. You pick some breadfruit. You pick some mangoes. And me and my my, my sister and my two brothers, and we we're walking home together. You know, we have our little fuss and stuff like. That. <laughs> and we always say, "Oh, don't touch none of my mango when you get home, please." And and then we fussing with each other. And they say, and then we we make up back again. And then we say, "Okay, sorry, you can take some of my mango." Wait a second. Whatever, whatever. No, 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 no. I gotta share this story. You you gotta give it in detail. Uh, I believe it was Keston. He made something. And, oh, he, and, he, and, he, and he locked, he locked, he locked. <laughs> yeah, lock up the kitchen. No, my <laughs> with a chain? Sister, no, my sister. Wait, 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 tell it. No, my sister, <laughs> my sister was the one. When my sister came. A and, young Mrs. Skurve before she no, was Mrs. Skurve and yeah, Brother Keston when he was much younger. My, <laughs> sis, my sister was the one. She always remember all these things. So every time she come and visit her, we go down and visit. Yeah, my she's sister. the archivist. My she remembers, always she's remember a historian. all the stories, you know, because my brother and Keston, we were growing up and Keston loved dumplings. Yeah, that's why me and him get along. And he, and he used to go to the shop and buy his own flour. And then my mommy and dear Kesson be cooking a big pot of dumpling. So he was independent like that even from young. Uh-huh. Cooking a big pot of dumpling and ackee and saltfish. And he decided that he wasn't going to give us none. <laughs> and then I'm the oldest one. So he um, he decided that he wasn't going to give give us none of the dumpling. So... My 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 brother that followed my sister because my sister followed me and my other brother that followed my age sister. Age wise, yeah. yeah, in age wise, uh, him and my sister the one first one always make up to steal the dumpling, <laughs> and so <laughs> we told we told I told Kesson I said okay you don't want to give us none of the food you're not gonna use it all to cook nothing. <laughs> And then he he said, okay. So what he did, he chained up the kitchen door. <laughs> he chained up the... <laughs> he put the chain See? and put the padlock on the kitchen door. I said, okay. He, he had that spirit from young. You're not you're not gonna you're not gonna you're not gonna mess him over. He he gonna go to the end to prove his point. That's right. Oh, so he chained up the kitchen door. So he was a revolutionary get, from young. Yes, yeah, so I couldn't get a dumpling. So okay, well you are we'll find out. And then, and then he go to the shop and go buy his coconut oil and come back. So he bought so his own oil. Yeah, so he lived with the oil. No way so you couldn't threaten him no more. But, so I'm gonna buy my whole heart, but I'm gonna chain up this damn kitchen door, y'all ain't gonna get into the food. But No, but no, but 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 this is how this is how we have to do America, right? <laughs> you're not, you're not going to dictate me living. I'm going to live good. 
and and you're not gonna hold me back and say, well, I'll take this away from, from you, you or you yeah, need right. me. There we you. need to do America that way. Yeah. And the America I'm talking about has three K's in it, mm-hmm. right? We need to do. We need to have that spirit. We have become punks mm-hmm. as black people talking oh, yeah. like revolutionaries, but we're not ready we, to get not, up and do not, the damn not, thing. And when I say up. revolution, you know, there's a military faction of every revolution. Right. We must protect ourselves. But many people would hear us saying that word and get scared. You know, mm-hmm. these little church folks who, oh, no, we, we yeah, just got to wait on the Lord. We can't. What you tell them they're not going to do it. No, no, no. But see, revolution means change. Yeah. And many of us are afraid to change, change. because we're so hooked up to this white Jesus mm-hmm. and, and this past and the politician mm-hmm. because they're going to make everything all right for us. We just got to get out and vote. Yeah. So you in the country in Jamaica growing up that many years ago, did you sit around and say vote to get that mango off we're the tree? thinking about Did you that. sit around <laughs> and say vote because you had to pave the road if the road was cracked? Mm-hmm. You get together and you do it. See, but whenever we have too much melanin getting together, the former black people, melanin, it's we have to watch them. We have to monitor them. Mm-hmm. What are they talking about? When you're talking about foolishness and which next woman you're going to get up under her drawers with or how effed up you were from how drunk you were on a weekend, mm-hmm. and you show up Monday and the boss loves it. What did you do this weekend, Bubba? Uh, Thaddeus, Otis, what did you do this weekend? Hey, man, you know, <laughs> my, my, my wife was in the hospital, you know what I'm saying? And, uh, I went, and I went on, man, that girl I was telling you about, yeah, uh, tell me about it. Yeah, man. Oh, they want to hear that crap. They want to hear, mm-hmm. yeah, have a, book a, have a book in your hand. They want to know what the title of the book is. Mm-hmm. If it's if it's some science you fiction or some fo- food. you don't have a phone in your hand texting and doing that all exactly. that crap, you know they search your name. Mm-hmm. I have a unique name, Lance Skirvin. You know, I found a Lance Skirvin that has an I instead of the U. It's a white guy, Lance oh, Skirvin. Yeah. So people are calling, "Are you Lance Skirvin?" <laughs> They're going to call me a fraud because they found a white Lance Skirvin. Different spelling, but anyway, um, they they look for your Facebook page. They look for your your social media presence. See. I had someone who, and I'll say it as a coworker, they came after him because of things he said, but that's on his own time. And they try to twist things when they get around you. So it's like, hey, dude, you, you, you live on social media. You've been out here for so many years. They don't come to you because they know I'm the real thing. They know not to come to me. There'd be trouble if they came at me that way. All I'm saying is that we have to have the ability to let go. We have to have, we have to start that now. We can't have it forced on us and we go in shock. We have to wean ourselves off of all these so-called modern amenities that will eventually trap us because we'll be in shock that we, we, we depend on that. Yes, it's an illusion. Please look at it as an illusion. We have it. We have a nice stove over there and a nice fridge and, a, and we use these things. But look at it like and the this microwave might- is there. We haven't used it for um we haven't used that microwave for over five years. And it's been sitting there. Mm-hmm. That microwave in the five kitchen next to the um, shelves is like a denture. Mm-hmm. It's filling a space. But, but I use it for light. Once we understood what the microwave is doing to our food mm-hmm. and doing to our bodies, mm-hmm. you know, it's there. And people will come over that are friends or family or whatever and forget. And I say, yeah, go on over there, get yourself, you know, serve yourself. They go into the microwave and... They'll put it in and put it on. and it go, But the waves are not coming through to, to cook the food up. And it's like, man, the food didn't come out. I was like, wait a second. I might have stepped to the bathroom or something. And it's like, okay, we have it there, but we don't use it, right? So we got to get away. And, mm-hmm. and, and we you have know to what? get away from I don't these miss things. it. You you know, to... I don't miss it. Isn't yeah. that something? Mm-hmm. So 
Even we better prepare that not to have the dishwasher, not to have the sink, whatever, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Prepare to have our own catchment for water and go outside with a with a pan and wash your dishes and your pots. And I'm used to those things, so those things don't bother me. If I have to take it to the river and wash them and whatever and wash my clothes in the river, I'm fine with it. They, it not because I live here for so many years, it doesn't take away from but that and the way I've grown up. But you you're living life, you're moving your limbs. Yeah. It brings you together socially when you can cook a meal and your family are around laughing and talking mm. and you go out and pick this, you go out and get yeah. that, you know, and, and you'll slow things down but, a bit. We're rushing it, into nothing now. The time is flying by. Social media and smartphones is a deadly combination mm. that's been put together. And now look, look at us who are in our 50s right. going up near 60. Whatever age you are, if you indulge regularly in social media and have a smartphone, Time has flown faster because of the perception mm-hmm. of time because you've been disconnected from reality and you're in the cyber world. And, and if you go according to the how the time feels, you're going to be dead in like six months, meaning that you're only going to have if you live 25 more years out of that 25 years, you'll probably only have six months of real engagement. You see I, what I mean? I so it's not the chronological years, it's how engaged you are in life. So a person can be somewhere where you say, oh, it's boring up there. There's no TV up there. Ooh, There's no, but those guys and the women are having fun. fun. But when my, I was in Jamaica up in mm-hmm. the country, because we went all over the island where they have all the modern stuff, but wait, the furthest parts up in the country were, is where I had the most fun. Right. Your cousin and, and your family up there, man. And how, how, how he showed... These guys are conscious. Uh, yeah, yeah. How he, how he hooked, has hooked up his house and he painted all... And, and the converse, the intensity and the food. When but, they handed me the no, plate of food, people, it was so full of life. No, but the thing about it, my best days were when we were growing up and we all make the wood fire outside. And, you know, we have big corn fields and stuff like that. And we get all the corns in the night and we were roasting corns or we were boiling big pots. I mean, not little pots, big pots of corns. And everybody was sitting around eating corns and, and eat our, if it's mango season, we're eating mangoes and we're laughing and we talk. And listen, the moonlight, the stars in the sky at night. The stars and Man, the moon. I could, it, it lights up everywhere. It was so you righteously don't need, frightening. You don't need the, the light. When I looked you know? up and saw them, uh, it's right in my yeah, face. The All stars the, I, said, were I never there. knew there were so many stars what? up in the sky. When at night, that's a beautiful and. Man, let me tell you, and up in the country there, you can see it, even where the houses where you all were. You can see how Kingston and Old Arbor, Spanish Town, it's lit up. Yeah, yeah. You understand what yeah. I'm saying? And it's the most beautiful thing at night. But let me tell you. You see the stars. You can count the stars. I remember when we were growing up, and I used to know the stars. Like there go, there go seven star. You know the yeah, names of yeah. the stars and all that. You stuff. had a relationship and, yeah, with them. You, you knew them. Yeah, we know them, and all our friends. And when we sit out there, even in the summertime, and all our friends, and we sit and we know the stars. No, we don't know Jack. Nothing because we come here and our mind is in a different place. We get <laughs> Looking these down at a smartphone <laughs> and all this stuff, and you're running from job to job, and you, you you're not thinking. No you don't have your friends life. around you. You're not doing the things that you used to do. Where friends you sit have become down, a you're laughing page. and talking. Now you go somewhere and you and your friends are eating. Everybody's on their phone. It's so disrespectful. Everybody on their We're phone. We're dead already. 
texting or doing stuff or showing pictures or doing selfie or whatever, but we're not thinking the things that we need to think where our brain needs to go. It's we're not going already. there. We're, we're, it's like they they, right. they they take all the, the smartphones and the computers and it remove our brain from out of the place where, you know, where it's supposed to be. Engagement. We are not there. We are not. Friends, friends have become a Facebook page. And you, you, you check it on your friend Sad. by going to their page. They're throwing stuff out, usually fake stuff. They're living an alternative life, meaning that that's not the life that they're... They're projecting the mm. ideal life for themselves. And they can be sad, depressed. Mm. They can be happy still. But what I mean is that there's no engagement. How are you feeling? No, but people... Talk will, to me. People will go... What are you going through? People you say, need help? Is everything good? You good? People say they, they, they go around... Oh, for years I've been going around looking for you on Facebook or social media or whatever and all that. I say, I'm not on those things. <laughs> and they search you know, for you, and too. And they search for me, you know, and, and all that stuff. And they never find me on those social media things. And they say, oh. But you know what, good. though? I, I've been reducing my engagement. It's really just sharing links of what I create. And in me about to reinvent myself again, I will always say that I'm going to always do what I do. But this particular... Um, this particular niche, it won't be the only thing that I do. And and the frivolous end of it, you know, because it's other people's platforms. You got to be on your own. I want to deal with real people. I don't want to deal with just faceless people and you have a false sense of uh, 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 an inflated popularity. I've always been popular. I've always been popular from single digit ages. I've been on TV. I've been on stage doing bodybuilding. I've been known for my artwork. And I was always known as that guy. Like, what's up with Lance? I always bring excitement to people from young. I'm not saying I'm stuck on myself that way, but that's just a fact. And you have haters out here that when you are shining in your individual lane, oh, you're a narcissist. But you look at their lives, and you're like, okay, I can see why. You look in the mirror, you don't like what you see. You know what I mean? You you don't you you don't like your life. You 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 troll people's lives. You live empty lives. You have people out there that do that, and they hate on you for being that natural leader, that natural one to say, "Hey, let's do this today." I'm creative. I'm not going to apologize for that. Anything that I put my hands on is going to come out good if I put my heart into it, and that's the way we all should feel. We need to be ourselves. I can't help it if I have esteem. You can't get esteem off of Facebook likes, YouTube hits. If you have that void, it will rush you for a little while and you feel good and it goes back mm -hmm. because you know who you really are. Yeah. I'm a person who steps out in front and, and lives life. I will show on camera what I am doing, but what you see on camera is not, is not constructed to make it seem like I'm doing something. It's, it's that we are doing this and let's share it. You see what I mean? So it's a big difference with that. So this is why you have a lot of frauds out here who look to be the... Look, let me tell you something. For those who are in the creative fields, and we'll wrap this up soon. How many times have you run into somebody at a, at a network gathering or just in the street, in the transit, the supermarket, and they talk the good talk? And they have a card and they say, this is what I do, and um, this is what we're involved in, and so and so and so and so. And you're like, wow. And you take them on face value. And you, they give you a card and say, yeah, check me out, so and so. And you go online and check out their body of work across the board and what area of expertise that they said that they have mastered. And you're like, yo, this brother's cheesy or this sister's cheesy. You don't have to be the biggest, the great, but they don't have uh, 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 tracks in the history of, of, of time and life to say this is what they've been doing. That's why I say check my body of work. That separates me from the frauds. 
And this is why it's so sad that now we have lower expectations on our brothers and sisters because we'll say, man, that nigga ain't, ain't about SHIT. Ain't about nothing. So when they do see somebody, if I pass somebody a card and say, hey, you know, check me out sometime. That card might sit there for eight months. They're bored with, let me, let me, let me check out what, God, dumb. Man, he just put something up or wrote something or drew something. He got little things on the side he's doing. He's working it. It's not because I'm trying to be famous. So, so this is one thing that black people have a problem with. We want to be seen. We pull up to the red light in the new car. We staring at the person we don't even know. How you know they don't have three million in the bank and everything paid for? But you sitting here paying a note, living with some roaches and rats, but your car's a certain way. Our priorities. What 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 what's important? We started out saying that way. I'm gonna say it again. What's important when you have no electricity, where you have no access to food? Hmm. How important is that weave? Yeah. When you when you have no resources or no unity. The neighbors that you don't speak to, you need them now because you're all in this together. So we've been cut off with each other and distracted. We're looking at these phones. We're not talking to each other. We're not building alliances. We have no allegiance to anything except ourselves. So when things drop, how much do you have to depend on? And even this conversation that we're having, why we all cannot sit, sit down and have conversation like these? These are the kind of conversation we all need to sit and build, down and have, and to build, so we can build together and build a, a, a different, and take the a different kind of world. Touches from around our neck. Yep, we need to do that, and that's why we I keep saying we need to get out. We all need to get out, but until we start thinking right and stop, we've got to get out mentally first. Yeah, and most don't want it. They they love the Kool Aid. They love it. They they know and they say well, that makes a lot of sense. I'll do that next year. What happens when it drops? The people who are in the blackout, right? Of course, there weren't many fatalities, but there were all those gunshots. And, but, but look, now, now it, with a Trump yeah. in office, yeah. and, and, and now with, with the a whole... With mongoose. <laughs> yeah, but, but he stirred up the people. Yes. And, and look, mm-hmm. he, he's just a spoon. All this racism and stuff was always oh, there. It's always there, but... Don't they, blame it on him. He's him, just a spoon. Yeah, but they put him there to stir it up. Right. You understand? It's right. just like when you have the, par- the carmine parge boiling. And you're, you're stirring it and it starts splashing everywhere. <laughs> you know, okay, you put a raging... Country analogies. You, yeah, you, you, put, uh, you put a raging mongoose uh, to, to, to over the people in the United States and this is what you get. You right. understand what I'm saying? Of course. This is what you get. And we as black people, we don't understand. You have a lot of dumbass that go and help put him in there too. Right. A lot of dumbass black people but the effect, but that the effect, help put him there. Because they believe that the politics other, is the answer. Yeah, with the all other dumb racist people the only and answer, people that have money that put him there. The only word is fixing the roads locally and that stoplight over there and having the funds allocated low to mm-hmm. the park. Other than that, and, and, and look, even way up in the country in Jamaica, the, the people did what they did for themselves. Mm-hmm. I saw guys who got certain, way up in the country, certain roads that may have been a little under the weather. They got together and they got the materials to fix that thing themselves. They're laughing, talking, had a little Heineken in their hand or whatever, some juice or whatever. And down the road, but that's there, how there's a household. They were together, cooking up yeah. food, mm. bringing plates over to of them. Of course, that's what people do. They got to use the bed. I mean, that kind of thing I love mm. because, see, now, like I said, most connections of, with people that I've known from many years ago, it's like it's been sucked out. You're just going to hear one day that they died. You know, they're, they're in this, they're hit by the spores for those who love Star Trek. It's like that smartphone hits your brain and you become something else and it guts you. 
So you see the person that you know, but their soul has been stripped. Their connection to you has been stripped and time is flying on. We've got to disconnect ourselves. Like they said in the movie, get out. We need to get out mentally first. We See, the more dependent you are on these illusions, on these things, on this fake status, is the more the oppressor has a grip around your throat. So you got to take that grip away right now while you can. And before, if you choose to leave this place, because you, there's nowhere in America to hide, nowhere in the United States to hide. Mark my words. There's no place in the United States that you can, you can find the most remote spot. This whole place is done. I don't know when it's going to happen and how it's going to happen exactly. I have an idea and I have my own feelings. But this is not a joke. And the more that the tensions are rising, this is a worldwide thing, is the more we're given to distract us. There's more drugs out there. There's going to be more things out there that, that, that taste sweet to the carnal mind. And it will seduce you into sitting down and becoming complacent. And when everything goes down, why do you think? They don't care the information is going out there that there are FEMA camps and these big caskets out there. You hit, and I want you to say one more thing about um, what's his name who actually saw, who, who used to go to the church there. Oh, that yeah, yeah, that, that, that drove the trucks. Oh, and yeah. this is not a YouTube video. He told people about yeah, this. He, he saw it, he yeah. travels the country and drives, mm -hmm. and he's seen this with his own eyes. And I'm getting reports from people who are seeing the movement of these trucks and, and, and this military equipment and these Walmarts that are being closed down. And they put it up there so much, and they make it seem like it's quackery, but it's real. Why are they doing this? What do they know? Yeah, there's this brother that told us years ago um, – about um, all these FEMA camps and, and all these um, places that they have with all these caskets and all these stuff in there, and um, and it's for us. But that's it's, that's it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be mass killing because they're gonna drop about five mm -hmm. bodies to a casket. This yeah. is no dignified. Yeah. Well, we're looking after and people, people looking like and, and the thing about it when 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 people caskets, say when, man, what do they when, know? When people say these things and he he drives um the tra trailer truck and he on the road all the time, long distance and stuff like that. But I mean, a lot of times we as people and you know you were telling people in the church that, that you know a lot of these church folks they they just turn a blind eye to everything. They don't want to hear nothing and they just set in their ways. You're <laughs> telling them stuff and they do like they don't hear when as soon as they finish they go outside gossiping talking about somebody clothes that they're wearing or whatever you're not thinking about the things that you're really Damn supposed stupid. to be thinking about this is time this, for this, some this, action this, stuff like Been this time. people telling you and giving you the message and you know the creator sent messengers and we have the message and we are not listening we don't hear it we turn in our head a different way. We don't want to hear what's going on and this and that. And, it, and it's people like even my parents I'm talking about. I'm not excluding them. They are mm -hmm. people like my parents that doesn't listen. That's when Raised my, in even, the church. No, but, but even listen. my dad, when my dad come around and he talking stuff to me, and I'm not lying to you people. I have a big mouth when it comes to those things. Because <laughs> when my dad come around, we argue yeah. you know, all the time. If he, he may be outside and he helps well, me in the yard. Say, debate. Yeah. You, you don't argue. You get along. No, no, you all no, love each other, say, but you yeah, debate I mean, on yeah, the ideology. Say, yeah, but I just say that, you know, like, yeah. because my dad has something else to say. And he say, oh, I just want to see you and Lance going to church. And I say, what are you telling me that for? Because I don't want to <laughs> hear that. I don't want you to tell me that. 
You understand what I'm saying? And I'm trying to explain things to him and telling him why or whatever and what he. But when you break it down logically, it's it's it, irrefutable it, logic because yeah. you can't you can't argue with it. But you, I see his face. Yeah, and he, he's he, sitting right here. And the thing about him, I, I can tell you all the thing about him when I, when you see I'm getting down into things and I'm telling him things, he'll just okay, he finds a way. Uh, yeah, yeah. He's trying to humor you. Uh, he'll say. Uh, Oh, da, 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 right, 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 are right. You, are, what what word he use like? Um, oh, he'll he'll make up these little sounds. He make up these little sounds and say these little sounds <laughs> rock, like, rock, 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 rock. like he's singing a yeah, song or something. Yeah, he do that like rock, 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 and whatever. Like, in other words, like that. you know, you're talking to me and I can't hear you. Like a little kid will put the fingers in the ear. And oh. he'll say, "Okay, dot. All right, okay, dot. He's not right. listening to you. Okay, yeah. <laughs> and he say, and he, and he say, you are something else." Huh? Like I'm this is science fiction. Yeah. Like you making it up. We're talking life and death yeah, here. And he's la 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 yeah. la. I mean, I love him. Like, I love him. But even when he calls me on the phone and he, he say, "Where's Chump?" and I said, "Chump is sitting here or whatever." There's, there's Lance. Like both of them is Chump. So yeah, I call him Champ. He calls me Champ. So you know, and and it, and it goes from my mom's same way because he'll debate. She'll debate with my brother and my brother if she can't win him anyway. No, she ain't whipping. She Kirsten. can't whip him. No, no, no. Because no. he'll always. Have something to throw back at her and she can't whatever and stuff like that but she's still set in her ways and it's just like the other church people and they are set in their ways and i mm -hmm. think even when my brother visit my mom and and the church people they're over there and they can't handle my brother and uh, my brother will get into it and they all have to run away or my brother just leave them there and let them sit there and they whatever you understand and right. a lot of us is still even even some of us as younger folks we are just set in these ways you know, even my age group, we are set in these ways. We're afraid and, to ask and questions. We're afraid we're, to step out of that box. You know, right. we kill our eye we off. We keep staying in that enclosed box and mm -hmm. we, we're not trying to get out of it. And that's the big problem. Mm -hmm. And that's why I encourage people to really think, you know, mentally we have to get out. You know, you have to really start thinking and trying to put down the phone and the computers and, and yeah. try to get our brain intact, you know, so we can able to get out of the system. Just get out, get out to somewhere else beside here. Because this is not helping us. It's not helping our children. Artificial living conditions. None of us. It's not helping us. And yeah, it's artificial. Because even with the blackouts and stuff, it's artificial. You understand? With these lights and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. If we know, if we know the way how we should grow up and these are not, these things are not important. The sunlight is very important mm -hmm. for us. He opens up our brain. I'm, I mean, bright. And I remember when we were growing up, man, and as kids, he's just jumping around. You don't know nothing about it. You know, you're growing up in the country. You don't have no television. You hear the radio and you're dancing to the music. And let me tell you, the one thing I know about growing up in the country in Jamaica, you see the people in the country, mm -hmm. young and whole, let me tell you, the kind of dance move that they have, it's unbelievable. <laughs> Man, let me tell you something. Growing up, I guess because you have to walk up the mountains and doing them singing, skipping around and doing mm -hmm. things and whatever. And you just have these moves because when you walk up the mountain, you have these moves. And these guys have these walks. You understand what right, I'm saying? Right, right, right. Because you're going up the mountain, the mountainside, the hills and the valley and whatever and stuff like that. <laughs> and you, you just have those kind of moves. That's you understand right. what I'm That's saying? Right. And we have to get back into the groove. You understand? Mm -hmm. We have to start doing these things so we can get our brain intact. Well, first of you all, know? For, first of all, I know we're going to wrap it up soon. I just wanted to say this one thing. Um, I think I said it before on another video. I took a screenshot and I sent it to um I sent it to you and Keston. But 
we have to go back to being aligned with the sun. Yeah. First, we ha- we've got to get back to the earth. We've got to get back mm-hmm. to nature. We've got to totally start all over again. It's got to be like we're on Gilligan's Island again. You know, now this is a tale of the castaways. They've been, for, they've been here for a long, long time. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Gilligan's Island, the old show where they were shipwrecked and, and away from civilization. That was the best life. But we're, we, we, we can't. Look, I'm a night bird. You've always known me as that. I've always had jobs at night or, or late, and I always stay up late. And I've got to correct those ways. I've got to be up. I'm going to be changing my schedule soon. I've got to be up before the sun is up. I've got to be up all day when the sun is up. And I've got to go to bed just before the sun goes down or when it goes down. I did not realize, and I got it right here in my hand. I'm just going to read off something really quick. And the battery on the recorder is getting like really low, so I have to do, finish off anyway. Um, just check this out. Food for thought. For the, for the body health, from 11 p.m. to 5 p.m., you, you, you'd better sleep during the, the six hours. You have to be sleeping during that. First, 9 to 11 o'clock in the, in the evening for the immune system, lymphat, lymphatic detoxification time. This period should be quiet or listen to music. Second, at 11 p.m., the liver detoxification needs to be carried out during sleep. Third, between 1 a.m. and 3 a.m., the, the, the detoxification of the gallbladder. Not where, oh, at this point during my sleep, if I sleep in a day. No, at these exact hours, give or take a few minutes. If you're not sleeping then, your gallbladder is not going to detoxify at that time because it is that time that is designated for it, right? Fourth, between 3 and 5 a.m., detoxification of the lungs. This is why coughing people cough the most during this time because the detoxification action has gone to the lungs. Do not apply uh, 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 for cough medicine so as not to inhibit the elimination of waste. Fifth, between 5 and 7 a.m., detoxification of the large intestine. At this time, you should go to the toilet for defecation. Six, um, in the morning, when the small intestine absorbs a lot, and I have it on another piece here. Um, Where is it? Okay, you know, you should have breakfast. Seventh, midnight to 4 a.m. for the spinal uh, hematopoietic period, whatever, I'm messing up the word, must be asleep. So when if, if you're up between midnight and four, your spine's not going to be. Or, look, this is the time. You can't beat it. You can't say, let me slam a Red Bull. Let me get some coffee. I'm going to be up all night, and I'll get my rest in a day or, or late. No, it doesn't work that way. These processes don't happen when you just happen to go to sleep. They happen at specific times. So now we have this so-called Western medicine-dominated culture that tells you you can do what you want. Take a little caffeine to be up and do this and, and patch this up with this pill and that pill. It doesn't work that way, right? We have to go back and get in line with the earth. That's the only way we'll vibrate at a higher capacity. So we have a lot of getting out to do while we're here. Even if we, you know, for those who want to stay here, you, you, you roll the dice. But for those who are wise and know what to do, we, there's a lot of detoxification from the system that we can be doing right now. And your lust to be a part of it and your taste and desire to taste it will be less and less. This is why, sweetheart, I say right now, I'm through with America. I am done. I am here, but I am done. We'll see what happens in the other phases, but I'm done. There's nothing here that, 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 that gets me going. Ooh, I got to get this or I want to be. I am bored here. 
I am bored with the majority of people here. Their minds only go but so far. They don't know the way. I'm not saying I know everything, but my instincts are hitting me strong. This is why I, I don't I don't compete with people on different levels because all of this stuff is illusion. You see, and it's just a matter of time. So get out while you can. Understand that we can be easily controlled when there's a catastrophe that's either going to happen or something that's engineered and realize the people that are around you that we're packed up around. It will be mayhem because they're not prepared. And when they get shocked and, and frightened and crazy out of their mind, they'll be your worst enemy. So get out while you can and understand that the natural way is the only way to go. The way of the creator, the way of the sun. The way of the earth, the enemy wants to pull you away from those things, but only the creator can lead you back. It's up to you. If you don't, it's a certain doom. Make sure to check out the boldest blog at landscurve.com and follow Scurve on Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube under Lance Scurve.